Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. I've had people tell me a couple years afterwards, they tell me, you know, last year at such and such a time, I really felt like I ought to write you a letter and say some things to you. And, and I had one person say, you know, I felt like I ought to write you and, and j- just seemed like I, I was impressed to send you, send you personally an offering. But I knew you didn't need nothing. I knew I was probably just my own self. I didn't tell them, you know, but I, I thought, my Lord, at that particular time, I was under the strain of the thing. I mean, I would have welcomed any kind of a, words of encouragement. And I mean, if somebody had sent me a letter with some money in it, man, I'd have probably turned handsprings. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth Hagan continues his teaching on ministering to the brokenhearted. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagan for today's message. People are here with broken hearts. You know the advice that most of the time people get whenever they are hurting, whenever they are suffering? The advice they get most of the time is, just believe God, brother. Oh, let the Spirit take care of you. Well, if you had any faith, you wouldn't be in that mess in the first place. What comforting words for somebody that is brokenhearted. I'm trying to delve into and to get down to the very reason for the existence of the church, the local church in the first place. As I go through this message, stay with me. Don't clam up on me. Stay with me. It is possible. I don't know whether you understand this or not, but a lot of people do. It is possible to reach a place. Even though you're surrounded by all of the people in this auditorium that know how to believe God, it is possible to reach a place where you're under so much pressure and the hurt is so great that you cannot help yourself. Anybody understand that? I mean, right in the midst of all the people around you that are believing God, you are so confused, you are so hurt, you are so under so much pressure that there is no way that you can help yourself. And that then begins to tell us what the church is for. At that point... You need the body of Christ, your local believers that worship with you, to be sensitive to the Spirit of God. And I want you to understand, it's not the sermon you preach that will minister strength to them. It's when someone is sensitive enough to know that a person is hurting. And they simply walk up and they put their arm around them and they say, Hey, we're with you. No sermon, no, no saying, well, the, the Word says this, the Word says that. Or, hey, they already know what the Word says. And they're doing everything they can to stay. But it sure does minister to a hurting heart when somebody walks up and puts their arm around them and says, hey, we're with you. This is where you need to learn how to be sensitive to the Spirit. Maybe that person hasn't said anything to anybody. But you see, in your spirit, 
when the Lord says something to you, that person needs an encouraging word. Don't go over and don't, don't start looking for scriptures to give them. Just walk over around and say, hey, we're with you. We love you. Hello? A handshake and say, just look at, they don't even have to know anything. You don't even have to tell them that the Lord said anything to you. Just a handshake and say, hey, hang on. You many times don't understand what that will do for an individual that is facing a brick wall, seemingly. Their heart is heavy. Their life is confused. Maybe their heart is broken, but a handshake of, hang on, we're with you. We're standing with you. Those words. You didn't quote the Bible. You didn't preach a sermon. But those words were a sermon. Because you see, the Holy Spirit can take that and can minister to that heart. That's, that's like pouring a soothing oil upon a hurting wound. But for somebody that's hurting and for you to say, well, just believe God. That's like pouring salt in an open wound. I mean, what do you think they're doing? I mean, they're already doing that. I, I, I think as a church, we need to get a hold of this. Many of you may recognize where this is coming from. Actually, this is coming out of my little mini book, Ministering to the Brokenhearted is actually where it's coming from. You know, I got a lot of good books, and I hardly ever preach from any of them. And some, and I was praying, and the, the Lord been reminding me that I've preached a lot of good sermons and preached a lot, and they're putting put in print. And I said, "Yeah, but Lord, everybody's read that. I, I, I don't, I can't preach any of those anymore." He said, "No, you, you got it wrong. Until you preach it several times, nobody gets it. So if you read this book." That's all right, too. won't hurt for you to be reminded of these things. All right? You know, we claim to have faith. And sometimes when we're dealing with these people that are hurting and that are bruised and battered and broken, we seem to imply to them if they had the faith that we have, they wouldn't be in that mess. We seem to imply, well, if you had the kind of faith I have, you could get out of that muck and mire and out of that pit and out of that and blah, 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 blah. And come up here and live with us spiritual giants. We got a lot of these people running around the church and running around the charismatic era, and they spin around about three times and come out with a big letter F on their chest and a red and white cape. Faith man, da-da-da. Friend, I'm going to tell you something today. It's time that we understood that there is a ministry to the hurting, to the bruised, to the battered, to the broken. And it doesn't always have to be a sermon preached out of the Word of God. Sometimes it can be a meal taken over to somebody's house. It can be any number of, of things that will minister to somebody. It can be 
actually buying somebody a ticket to go to preschool mother's club or the women's fellowship or the men's fellowship or something like that. I mean, a lot of times people feel, sometimes people say, well, I, I just sort of feel like I ought to do something. But I, they don't need it. I've had people tell me a couple years afterwards, they tell me, you know, last year at such and such a time, I really felt like I ought to write you a letter and say some things to you. And I had one person say, you know, I felt like I ought to write you and, and j just seemed like I, I was impressed to send you, send you personally an offering. But I knew you didn't need nothing. I knew I was probably just my own self. I didn't tell them, you know, but I, I thought, my Lord, at that particular time, I was under the strain of the thing. I mean, I would have welcomed any kind of a, words of encouragement. And I mean, if somebody had sent me a letter with some money in it, man, I'd have probably turned handsprings. But you see, we many times, I use my own self as an example because I know me better, but we many times sit in those pews out there and the people, you, you may have an impression, you may feel something towards someone, and yet you say, oh, well, that's just my mind. They don't, look at them, they don't need nothing. Well, a true man of God and a true woman of God, that's what the Word of God tells them to do. The Word of God says, wash your face, pick yourself up, and go on and believe Him. You're not supposed to show that you, you know, uh, that's what it's talking about when you're praying, when you're fasting. It says to anoint your head and go on. A lot of a man that's really in faith, he don't talk about what his needs are. He just stands with, true with God. This is where the rest of the church needs to understand how to be sensitive. I'll tell you what, it's one thing to stand there and talk to people about coming up to where the spiritual giants are. It's another thing to, to roll up your, your pant legs and to walk back down in the muck in the mire and grab a hold of someone and say, let me give you a hand and walk them out of it. I believe the Apostle Paul sort of indicates that. As he is talking to people about, don't think themselves more highly than you ought. Don't put yourself on a faith pedestal. Look what I believe God for. Well, thank God for that. We're glad you did. But let's look to see where we can be a blessing. Let's quit praying Lord, bless me and begin to pray. Lord, make me a blessing. Let's quit praying. Lord, give me this. And let's start praying. Oh, Lord, show me what I can give to someone. Now, I'm not trying to nullify the Word of God that says that we can ask and receive. I understand that. But I think that we've gotten too far on the other side. And that's all we're doing is asking for something for ourselves. And I think maybe if we're not careful, we've become a little bit selfish. Let's begin to pray, oh God, what can I give? What can I give? And become sensitive to the Spirit of God. The bruised. Jesus said we are to set at liberty the bruised. Is that what it said there? He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. 
to preach deliverance to the captive, the covering of saints to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find out more from our online bookstore with great materials from Kenneth E. Hagan and Pastor Hagan and the rest of the Hagan family. I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first is Kenneth E. Hagan's single CD called El Shaddai, a Rhema classic. Next is Kenneth Hagan's mini book, Where Do We Go From Here? And finally, the Faith Study Course, a 192-page book, perfect for Bible studies, small groups, or Sunday school classes. All three resources are for the special price of $19.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We stream our services live from here, yes. from the BA campus Raymond right Bible here. Church. And then what we have, Raymond Bible Church in Oklahoma City mm-hmm. at 8921 Northwest Expressway. And I say, come and experience Sunday morning on Sunday night at 6 o'clock. I didn't want to do the TV thing. No, the it's video not a video thing. service. Yeah, it I is will, live. I'm there. Craig's there. One, it's a live service. And, you, you know, they started Saturday night, so you could be off on Sunday. Well, hey, you're off all the weekend and come Sunday night and enjoy Sunday, Sunday morning on Sunday night. That's we'll right. We'll be looking for you. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth Hagin's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagin.